Houston, how are we? Good to see you all. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, man. There he is. Hey, Patrick. Come on. He's trying to figure out this technology. <laughs> Push the button with the thing on it. <laughs> man himself. There he is. How are you, Patrick? How is it going yourself? How are you? Good to see you. Likewise. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm really good now. Thanks for having me on this beautiful platform. <laughs> uh, well, well, I tell you, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try switch back I, as soon as, as soon as Chad was having problems with his thing, and I was about to make a joke, and then my uh, computer said, "Ah, oh, fuck off." So <laughs> it, it's let me. Let me <laughs> so I'm on the telephone now. I've got the big curly cord coming out of out of the wall. I'm gonna try oh, on the old computer and the wireless. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can take the man out of Dublin or me, does it? Oh, <laughs> uh, stop. No, uh, no, I wouldn't even go to Meath on a wrong turn, let me tell you. I'll tell you something. I'm the same. The, yeah, the, the sound on the, on the phone is miserable. I'm getting no. every third word. And uh, luckily, luckily, oh. yeah, luckily you, you're not from Dublin or it would be... <laughs> It would be uh <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. I, I swear to god this thing runs like a champ un until until we get royalty. We got rock royalty on here. And then he goes, No, no, I'm embarrassed I'm scared. Give me a second. Yeah, Chad Chad, let me in, let me in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn this oh, off. twice. Are we gonna have we're gonna have four pet or two Patrick's. That's and hey, that's better than none. Well God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna boot the other Patrick. Boot him, boot him, boot him. <laughs> it's asking me if I want to report you. <laughs> yes, please report me. Somebody report him. Hey Chad, Orange. what episode is this? Oh yes. <laughs> this is episode number one oh one of Cybercast. One oh one. Yeah. And we're here with our good friend Ricky O'Neill. Whoa. Ricky O'Neill, actor, music uh, drummer first. Drummer first never forget that drummer first actor uh dj um uh singer you know and uh, and and, and uh, available for private parties ladies <laughs> correct yeah correct <laughs> great to meet you ricky Fabulous. drummer to drummer musician to musician as patrick has failed to mention a couple times already Musician to musician, yes, indeed. We're drummers too, you know. Mm -hmm. We're musicians too, you know. That's yeah, well, well, we can we exactly. can edit that part out when it, when we talk about Eric. <laughs> Jump cut, Chad. Jump cut. <laughs> to to start at the beginning, you know, I met you back in Clamoris, and it was um, uh, the year was eighteen oh four. It was a long time ago, anyway. And we 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 uh, <laughs> we met you with Silver Circus, Dan Egan and the boys. Yeah. I, that's it that's it do you see any it's, of the lads anymore that, well absolutely i see dan all the time i mean he's um yeah he's we're best he's like it's simple as that i don't see the other two as much as i'd like jack and i but um uh, you know they're they're well they're well good yeah yeah please send our best of course I'm still, still big fans um oh it, we're, we still have our myspace page it's there somewhere <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Eamon, Eamon uh, Finnerty ha had introduced us to you. I don't know if you knew Paul. Paul, you, uh, Paul ran the hotel that we played at. Mm, and, Paul Hanley. Yes. So he was. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So he was. Uh, he was. He was. I guess guilty of of, of 
piecing all this thing together and it was it was just brilliant we the, the people that came <laughs> i think that was our second that made that that was our was that our that was our first trip yeah that was our first trip that's right and um we uh just just the people that came on that trip too were just absolutely gobsmacked at how brilliant you, you the silver circuits were and how and how immediate just <laughs> you know everybody was immediately at home the dinner at the hotel was brilliant and the the crack was i mean just just immeasurable it was just just a, one of those magical nights you know yeah, it really was. Yeah, oh, it totally is. It totally is. It was. Gr- it was a great thing. It was lovely and new as well, especially for the Western Hotel. That's what it's called, um, because I don't think they often had bands in their plane. And if it was a band, it would be uh, maybe a guy in a guitar or a DJ. But to have this onslaught of two bands and blackguards and Jesus, it was, <laughs> you know, it was exactly coming from left field. And like, whoa, this is absolutely insane. So it was great. And the town is rowdy as well. They love it. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Wild West down there. Huh? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to recreate that night for sure. Yeah. I'd love to. It's still there anyway. The hotel is still there. Yeah. Well, that, means, that means we didn't do our job. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So you have a TV show coming out now, right? You're on a you're on a t- uh, Viking show. It's on tonight. Uh, it's getting its premiere in like an hour, one hour's time in Austria. Whoa! Yeah. Um, so I can't really see it. All I'm getting is uh, all I can see is kind of little previews from all my investigating on online sources through Austrian websites and the actual network. Um, but I think you need a VPN to actually view it, and I have no experience there, so I'm just going to see what happens. If it, it's getting its, it's a big release, yeah, for across mainland Europe and Ireland, it's huge, it's brilliant. But and, and, what, and what's the name of it? It's called Victims of the Vikings. So it's a, it's a docu movie. It's about an hour and maybe an hour long, an hour and ten minutes. And like we were supposed to film it. When were we supposed to film this? Last. April, I think last April 2020, we were supposed to film it. And of course, COVID knocked that away. And that, like, when that went, I kind of thought, okay, that's going to not happen anymore. But even though there was a fairly strict audition process with a very uh, well known Irish a- uh, casting director, uh, it's like all them things I auditioned and you forget about it. And you're, yeah. you know, Two months later, the phone rings. Hello, and then you, you know, and then you're like, "Whoa, what the hell happened there?" So, COVID happened. Thought no, I was like, "Okay, that would have been nice." But then you know what? They they readjusted the attack on the shooting, and uh, shot it in August last year, uh, which was a big thing. It was a crash course in. Every kind of aspect of acting and filmmaking you could ever hope for. Um, you know, I always, I always say to myself, to get better, you have to be surrounded by people that are absolutely way better than you. And it was, this production was just that on every level. So I was just learning from, we had the director of photography 
from Peaky Blinders filming it. Whoa. So the way he the way he commanded the set and the way the director and like these guys were all at the top of their game and to be in to step into that arena with them like the the shoot took five or six days long 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 days and by the end of that five days you're you're so grateful that the experience you've just had because it's absolutely immeasurable in everything you've got from it but and you just feel kind of like, what do I do now? Like, where do I put this energy, you know? <laughs> because um, it's just, it was, I just can't, like, it was a crash course in everything. Uh, it was absolutely phenomenal. And um, going into it, especially, I was like, okay, I have to do a good job here because one of the leads. And, but I made sure to keep my eyes and ears open and, see how people worked, how departments worked together. Um, and yeah, it's phenomenal. It's great. So it's airing tonight. It's getting its premiere tonight. Austria. Woo! Wow. Lovely. What would you, what would you, uh, obviously, and correct me if I'm wrong here, which, which I'm never wrong. So, so uh, just be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I, I'm going to wait a minute till Eric stops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in all seriousness, I mean, just uh, not only not only uh, are, are are you one of our favorite people, just because of our, our introduction was just just like we like we said, it was, a, it was a magical night. It was it was definitely it was one that you you just you don't come across often. Um, but uh, and and you take this as a compliment because it's a compliment. Your uh, your drumming is, is is some of the finest I've seen, and and I think. Um, I think growing up with Irish rhythms and Irish, you know, just just immersed in that, you know, I, I always go to Brian Downey. There's not there's not many people like Brian Downey, but he's a huge figure in rhythm and just so, you know, somebody that can breathe music, you know. And so I, I, yeah. I, I, I and I your your drumming, the, the, the drumming videos you did around Dublin, which I think we've uh, put clips <laughs> on on before, but it was just. Second, breathtaking, absolutely breathtaking. So, so would you say that drumming is your absolute? I mean, that that's that, that, that seven days a week. That that's what you'd want to do. I mean, uh, now I like. It's tough at the minute because, um, oh god, I mean, I, it's a tough one now to actually call because when it when I'm in it, I'm in it like yourselves when it's when you're cooking along and it, the fire is going, you just don't want anything else. And uh, I mean, I haven't played drums since May. What? I, May, uh, yeah, since I finished that. <laughs> I, I just by as luck would have it because I was stuck at home in Mayo for the first lockdown. And then... I ended up coming back to Galway to see my little godson and I, I've been just here kind of with him since. So, um, like, I kind of haven't, I've lost touch with it, unfortunately, you know, which is, I know, I've completely like, I have, like, I love it. I, that's, I watch drumming videos all the time and it makes me feel horrible about myself because 
<laughs> the level of skill people have now at drums. They're just like, huh? What? <laughs> what is this? What is this? You know, and they're the most unassuming little people and they just come out with these monster chops and you're going, well, that's it. I guess I th- feed my sticks through a cow or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> wow. But what I do now, I, I like, I, I'm, a, I'm a crazy man like that because once I get, go into the acting arena then, as in do a movie or a whatever, or a commercial, that's my focus then. Wow. And then it's all very lame with me, you know. I, it's, uh, I, I get, I get, I'm all about the thing that I'm doing at the time. And because I haven't drummed in months. Uh, and it's funny because I bought a new drum kit as well. And then I bought it and then I left it. It was like, no, of no fault of my own. It was just had to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all crazy, you know, um, and uh, and it was actually I was going back home over the Christmas and I said to my dad, I was like, how's my drums doing out in that new uh, bar you built? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> I, <was> like, all <laughs> right. I thought you might be checking up on them. No, I don't know. He hasn't looked at in there at all. Um, uh, yeah. So what I do now is I'm very. I do a lot of reading. I'm very focused on writing short stories, which is a different thing. I'm wow. reading uh, Roald Dahl, this dude, uh-huh. which is a total oh, yeah. mind mind blower. But uh, got into that, you know, and that's a bit of a complex arena again because um, it's it's just you know it's an incredibly hard. Uh, craft writing, and you're—it's kind of you're—you're you're doing it, and you're going, "What am I doing this for?" But I guess if you, it's for you. If no one else, you know. Wow. So, yeah. Eric, how long does it take you to lose your chops by not playing? <laughs> I feel after if I don't if I don't play for a couple of weeks, I'm ready to get back and play it. Like so, by 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 two weeks, I know that I've lost something, but I've also gained something more in. In insight, I think, you know, we, we think we've talked about that before on the podcast. When you step away from the thing you do all the time, it's like, it's like a job. Like when you have your two weeks vacation, you come back kind of refreshed and kind of, kind of excited again. Yeah. So after, after but after two weeks, it's like, I, I need to get the sticks back in my hands. Yeah. 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 Eric's one of these people that, that in our short, <laughs> very short tenure together, we're, we're uh, he, 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 like yourself, he's just, he's got a, a whole different vocabulary when it comes to drums. And it's, it's very uh, huge. There's a huge pool to, to choose from, you know, when you're writing stuff. And we had our first rehearsal yesterday in a long, long long time. And uh, we were able to just kind of switch up and just seamlessly go from different rhythms, you know, and different, just try different, you know, attacks and maybe change the texture to stuff and whatnot. And uh, cause I'm, I'm curious too, because you're, you're, you're obviously, um, you know, with the writing and the acting and stuff like that. I mean, you know, obviously you got something else on your mind, but if the lockdown hadn't happened, would, and I mean, would the Saw Doctors still be playing? Would you still be on the road with them or was that a break? I don't think so. The The last tour we did was in 2017, I think. And that was 
uh, a tour of the highlands of Scotland and the UK. So that was just incredible, you know. Um, so uh, we've no touring plans yet. We've no plans to go back in the road at any point at the minute. Um, but never say never, you know. Never say yeah. never. We got a new li- we got a new lineup in the band as well. We got two new members, a new bass player and a new keyboard player. So it- it's it's just great being part of that and you know being one of that six people. It's just really great. Um, but yeah, I hope to God they go back at some point. It'd be wonderful because the, the people are there and the people will the people are mad for it, mad for action. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever been up to the Highlands of Scotland, have you? Never. <whistles> yeah. It's vast, vast. It's it's we went up in the tour bus and we brought a tour bus up there and uh it was it's like you're in the bunk and it's like sleeping in a washing dryer, you know, going up all <laughs> these hills, you're just being fucking torn around, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it's crazy. It's crazy, but uh, you you get to these places, and I I I don't think I was ever in Texas now, but it, it's just this it's vista like you know, and it's you go up over a hill, and it's just this vast expanse of sea and mountain, and oh, just incredible, and yeah, it's it's a different world up there. Yeah, yeah, really is, really is. But hopefully, you know, uh, I really hope they do. I mean, being with the Docs was a massive uh, training for me. I mean, I remember joining them. Uh, I remember joining them at the very start uh, when we kind of had our, when I started shadowing Avine. He was the previous drummer who I took over from. And I went out on their Christmas tour and he was there and I was watching how they did things and watching him and they welcomed me in with open arms and, it was, and I was, you were, that wasn't long after our engagement, like me, the Blackguards and Silver Circus, it wasn't that long. Right. So you, it completely shifts how you attack music, how you think about music. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And I'll tell you one of the best lessons in London. It was one of the first sound checks we did, and it was in the Shepherd's Bush Empire. And I sat in uh, on the sound check and played a song, and it was just a dream come true. So we fit one of the songs, and Leo, he'd be the guy with the glasses, just turns around to me and he says, Very good, might be a bit fast. <laughs> and I was like, Say no more. But it, it said so much. It just, that. That one comment just said so much. He didn't say it wasn't too fast. He didn't say it was too fast or, you know, play it, qu- play it slower. He said it might be a bit too fast. <laughs> but airing on the side of it was fair play to you. I mean, that's, that's what I was, it was beautiful, you know, as a drummer, Eric, I'm sure you know yourself. It's just like, you know, what am I thinking? But you know, the, you put a crowd in front of anyone, uh, uh, things are about to speed up. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Crowds, 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 and familiarity. The more you get familiar with a song, the easier it is for it to go. You know, that's why bands, yeah. when they start a tour, yeah. by by stop number eighteen, that song is you know, it's just as quick as it can possibly <laughs> possibly go. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we, 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 <laughs> we learned, you know, yeah. you, you learn a lot when you when you push the, you know, when you get the new guy in and you're, you know, you, you push that and that energy gets thrown in. That's, you know, it's it's it, it's, you know, we had to learn with Eric, too. You know, if, if, if we counted off that fast, that's where it's going. <laughs> say, yeah. So because he was, you know, he was just going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so so we you know so we uh, we learned how to play a little bit faster and uh, we you know we definitely uh, uh, th- that that energy you're you're right you cannot and I think that's a, a sign of a professional too he didn't turn around and snap at you you know he didn't turn around and and you know throw the, you know throw the guitar down that that was a, that's a, that's a, that's a nice way to approach it and you also keep the you keep the vibe on the stage very, very you know. Yeah, it's pure gorgeous. I mean, I was just listening back, or watched back uh, Ash Stone talking about playing with Van Morrison, and this, oh, God, like, uh, fair play to him. Like yeah. that, uh, like, I'd probably run a mile from that gig because I just, like, you know, I mean, be- Ash did say that, you know, that, that uh, you know, that Van was that. I think... I think if that happened, that, that, I think that's exactly the way it happened. But I mean, just knowing, uh, just watching the, you know, the few videos that I watched from Ash, he, uh, he, he's that good that Van Morrison just had, you know, didn't have anything to bitch about. So. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's as, it is absolutely as simple as that. He is that good. Yeah. It's just incredible. It was great. It told you how to bottle. It's fucking brilliant. You know, he's one of my heroes. Like, he's brilliant. Yeah, he, he's a monster. Yeah, luckily for luckily for us, we have we have uh, we have Eric so who's who's got everybody within a within a one or two phone calls away. You know, so we're 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 very lucky in that in that regard. Nice one, Eric. Great. <laughs> it's pleasure to be part. Pleasure to be part of it. We're gonna yeah, we're we- gonna call this we're gonna call this yet another drumming podcast. <laughs> we're gonna change the name of it from yeah. yet another drumming podcast. If you don't like the drummer, you really shouldn't be in music. You know, I mean, if you don't, if your drummer's no good, your band's crap. If you don't like drums, ch- chances are you're, you know, you're, you're 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 not human, or you're, you know, or or. Yeah. But we we um uh we all seem to gravitate towards the same kind of playing. You know, which 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 is uh, it, it's kind of universal. I think you know when you when you you know, I, I mean universal for you know for, for the style of music that we're doing. If if somebody's um, a pure Phil Rudd, you know, fan and or, and, or that that's all they want to do is do that style. You know, then your band's kind of going to have that one gear. And, and and as brilliant as he is, and has l- little credit as he gets, you know, uh, from outside the drumming world, I think. You know, the, 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 you know, we just Eric and I and Chad bonded over so many. And, and the same with Mike before, too. We bonded over all these, you know, kind of metal drummers. But then we also loved the Stuart Copelands and the Ash Sohn, of course. And, you know, you have Brian Downey's. You have to have that, you know, you have to have that large picture, you know, or your at least oh, yeah. menu to draw from. You know what I mean? My favorite drummer is probably, actually, it's not even probably, it's definitely, it's Max Weinberg. Really? Like him, oh, yeah, because it's, it's, uh, I love drummers that contain their ability and just play a 4 4 straight and have that, but they can, they have these amazing gaps, but they just don't play them. And I love that. 
I love that. But I don't know why. Uh, it's just like that stadium rock kind of stuff that you can really jam to. Uh, Tico Torres, Bon Jovi's drummer. Another great one. Um, just that big, low snare drum sound for me. Yeah, and I tried to get into all that technical stuff, but whatever it is about my Mayo head and constitution, I cannot get my head around. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen for Mayo men too easy now. But the play, America is rife with amazing chop players. It is mind-numbing. And they're, it's younger they're getting. You have like eight-year-olds, like, blasting these things and you're going ah. so but it's at the same time when I when I look at it myself and I was watching two clips there before we uh, went live here and it was of uh, and this is just my personal taste and that's yeah. only me talking for myself but it seems a lot of the the attraction to drums now is lots of fast fills over lots of chops on bass and these very obscure kind of um, progressive kind of stuff where nobody is actually playing a backbeat, you know, and it's all just cacophonous, if you like. Yeah. And it seems, I don't know where it's coming from. So it just goes back, to, for me, it's just all simplicity for me. That's just me being a lazy asshole now because I couldn't be asked to learn as well the technical stuff. So I'm just I'm trying to make it sound as as, as well, sweet I, as I can. Well, I know I know exactly where all that drumming is coming from. It's coming from the fact that people don't play a lot of you know a lot of people don't play in bands anymore. A lot of people are by themselves, and there's no one there to tell them. Ah. Like like your guy told you, hey, it might be a bit fast. There's no one there to tell them, hey, maybe don't don't solo over the verse. Maybe don't don't play a double kick drum fill while I'm trying to sing the fucking chorus. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know much, but I know when not to fill and when to fill. You know. So and I so I think that's it. I think a lot of it's like, hey, let me show you what I can do. Let me let me show you uh, all my vocabulary at once instead of keeping things you know a little bit closer to the vest or just like you said, like a song like tougher than the rest. I mean, none of those people could play that song. And, 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 and play it well because they're too busy thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about what the song means. They're not thinking about what the artist is trying to, trying to convey. You know, the stuff that they play over, they don't really give a shit about. They just want to play, they just want to showcase themselves. And that's the way it's going right now. I agree. And amazing. Yeah. It, it's just been blowing my mind how it's every single one I'm seeing is just, it's just, it's like it's a trending thing. You know, yeah. I don't know if you've seen this online, but for whatever reason, I don't know how this started, but that song "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" by Tears for Fears has now become this weird oh, yeah. kind of drum challenge thing where they play whatever beat they want to play over it, and I bet you nine out of ten of them can't play the original beat, which is actually as simplistic as it sounds. is actually pretty challenging to play. It is. The actual, sure the actual written beat that I forget who played drums on that track, but whoever did that, it's just kind of offbeat shuffle thing. And mm. those fucking guys that play that, I, I get so mad at that. I, 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 I got to put the phone down when I see shit like that. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> but. yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's, uh, 
it's impressive for sure. Like it's incredibly impressive, but it's entertaining. But it, for me, yeah, it, I do have to try and uh, I'll go fold my laundry. Otherwise, you know, yeah. I mean, play the original song. It's really, it's really challenging. Go, go play the original song. Yeah, and and, and uh, Ricky, it is. You also did a great. Uh, you raised a bunch of money for, but it was uh, over six grand. Uh, for the Cancer Society in uh, in your drumming videos, am I right? Was it last year? Yeah. You see, I, I, and I disagree with you. I, I love your humility, but at the same time, I disagree with you because I think I think that you can play that technical stuff. I think that your 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 abilities are far beyond what you're what you're telling us because I saw some of those. <laughs> Uh, some of those chops that you learned for because people would so 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 just to let everybody know so uh, what Ricky was doing he was raising money for the cancer Irish Cancer Society and he'd uh, he'd ask you know people would request a uh, him to play a you know a few bars of one of their favorite songs that'd be a System of a Down or uh, Beat It you know or just something you know just every kind of genre nothing was out of bounds. And they would request it, and he'd go in. He'd play a few bars, and and you know the 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 break in Queen of the Stone Age. I, uh, um, no one knows, is it? Yes, yes. You know, and again, I've seen people butcher that one. They make it sound more like the John Bonham, you know, uh, shoes in the dryer <laughs> ending of rock and roll. <laughs> but, uh, just you know, it was, it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant, and and such a you know such a. Uh, uh, um, you know, obviously you locked down. You're you're not going anywhere, and you know, but just what a great use of of your time and your energy and your abilities, and and you just you really did. You thrilled, you know, not only myself but you know all those people that were watching. That was brilliant. It was uh, hats off to you. Ah, ah, thanks a million. I mean, ah, uh, uh, that means the world. Thanks a lot. Um, it's mad to think that it's just crazy just the way the internet works that that was being transmitted to you guys there and that you were seeing all that. So that's brilliant. Um, yeah, I mean, it was all about, it wasn't even my idea. Um, uh, it was actually a friend of mine in Galway who said on like day four of the lockdown, oh, you should uh, put up, take requests for drumming videos. And I said, yeah, okay. And then I did one. And I remember the first one ever was Danny California with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then, and you can see my journey <laughs> of talking to the camera and confidence kind of arcing and going into this skyrocket from the first video to the last one. But I just started shouting and editing it crazy and putting in different things and really going to tell. Um, uh, so it's it's a good it's a as two temporal positions the first and last one are completely different beasts, um, but the journey in between for, uh, was an absolute uh, great thing for me. It was a great thing for the Irish Cancer Society. Um, yeah, I mean, and it was it was something to get up for in the morning, you know. It was something to get up for. It was something to apply the head to. Um, and you know, and people were throwing stuff at me like play tool. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I'd have to go off and learn this tool song. And it's like, oh Jesus, what is this? You know, <laughs> you count it out. Oh, but like in the lit for the little forty second clip I get of me playing a tool song, I'd be up 
since 6 a.m. trying to see what the fuck was going on, <laughs> that, you know. Um, so, but it, it was great. And people enjoyed it. Um, whatever about doing it and having that whole experience of putting out videos of playing and raising money, uh, I think the biggest triumph triumph of the whole thing, aside from raising the money, was I finished it at the right time. Yeah. You know, I think it stopped. It, it just, I stopped it. I, I, I just before I became annoying, I think, <laughs> you know, I think I reckon that was the case. And, uh, and yeah, so again, it was uh, all down to timing, funny enough, you know, so it worked, it worked well. Um, it's done. I think doing any more would be a bit repetitive, at least at the minute. Yeah. You know, at least yeah. at the minute. Um, so, but yeah, it was a great thing. It passed the weeks for me um, big time. It improved my playing for sure. Um, all of which has since been lost. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> since May, it's back to the drawing board, boys. But um <laughs> But yeah, it was great. It was it was really great. Um, but yeah, it's it's it kind of <clears throat> you, you don't realize, and I I don't realize how many people that kind of touched in a way because you know there was so many people out there who have seen it uh, that it meant something too, you know, because cancer affects everyone. My mom passed away of cancer, and it, it will. A trickle down effect. It's going to affect someone that you know or someone that knows someone that you know. And uh, so, it wasn't my idea. It wasn't my idea. I have to put my hand up and say that it was a friend of mine called Declan Coolahan in Galway who said you should do it for maybe a charity. And I was like, Jesus, you know what? This guy is probably onto something here. And it was actually a big shock because uh, I set the first marker to make five hundred bucks. And I was like, we might get that by the end of the week. We might not. Who knows? Because uh, I'd never done anything like that. And uh, we had it in like an hour. Yeah. Less than an hour. We had 500 cleared. And I yeah. was, that whole thing was just me up in the ante constantly with the money and the funds. Um, and I couldn't believe it. I think by day two, I'd over like two grand, maybe less. bit small bit less shy of two grand. Yeah. But really incredible stuff. Yeah. Um, now I'm thinking about we'll see how generous people really are when I set up the Send Ricky to Vegas fund. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Watch it. Be it's, careful. It's going to be fucking crickets. Crickets. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Big campaign careful. going on. Yeah, be, care be careful. These rich Texas women now, be, 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 they'll fund it themselves. So watch out. <laughs> that's fine that's totally fine but no I appreciate your words and thanks very much um, so I, 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 had, I had the chance to open for the Saw Doctors many many moons ago obviously long Go on. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and just for those who don't know we've, we actually blackguards have covered uh, uh, now I, I, there's only there's a handful but Tune N17 used to used to love yeah and and uh, uh, Strangers. Oh, never mind the strangers. Yeah. 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 So, 
we used to, we used to now not at the same time because you know that's there's more than three chords there we have to you know change the chalkboard <laughs> <laughs> to learn it but we, we we did and and uh it was it was uh th- those songs were hi- you know highly requested you know that was a it was a I don't even know how we stumbled across the Stardock that many years ago, but I had a chance to open for them in, in a great place here in Houston. It's gone now, of course, but um, uh, called the engine room downtown Houston and a uh, brilliant stage and great sound, Fabulous. all that stuff. But uh, the lads were as, as nice as could be. So I knew when, when you got, you know, w- 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 when you got lined up with them, I knew it was, I knew it was going to be something else. Uh, and, and, and again, Oh wow! Yeah, the, and and, uh, and we watched the we watched the the the, the videos you sent over. Um, yeah, Island. Yes, yes. You relit that flame. You know, not that they were you know you know thing, but but I mean, you really brought a, a whole new uh, a whole new spark to that to that band. So you know, I, I've seen them. You know, been uh, seen them. Yeah, and, and they're great at what they do. But you really did. You, you lit them on fire. They 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 didn't have that before you you joined. So, you know, I'll have well, to up with management if you like. But you did. It's true. Thank you so much. Thanks. That means the world to me. It was like I mean, getting to join them. Yeah, it was like I'll just give you like the story. Uh, of how it happened, it that all it all came from Dublin Grooves. Really, it all stemmed from that video. Brilliant, because their drummer at the time, Avian Craddock, saw that, um, and he was thinking for a while. He'd been with them for like eight, nine years at that point, and Avian is a very good friend of mine now, and he he. And it's just, oh God, just there's so many little moments that happened. I remember being at a festival in Sligo with my dad and my brother. My dad was, my dad and my brother were essentially working at it, kind of looking after the beer kegs and making sure all the bars were full of beer and stuff. And the Saw Doctors were playing. And it was a crazy moment because they were one of the main acts in the big tent and they were playing. And I was watching them with my brother. And I was just looking at them and I said to my brother, I was like, how do you get into something like that? How does that happen for somebody to get like, how does that happen? Like, I just didn't know. And how, what are you supposed to do? You know how this is how the crazy world is like, and then fast forward a couple of years and Jesus, like (laughs) you're in that position. It's just weird how you have this thought. And then it's like a, a punctuation or an ending to that wonder, then uh, this is how it works, you know? Um, so I offered to audition for them. I, as in, I set up a gig in the Roisin Dove in Galway. I didn't set it up. Friends of mine were, were playing there and I asked them, could I sit in for a couple of songs? And so the lads could come in and see me playing. Um, and they did. They came in and that was a great night. Um, so it was a very mixed bag of stuff because like not too long before that, uh, my mother had just passed away. So that was Sorry. kind of a, a, a kind of a buffer into this new world where you're going, well, the world is about to open up here in a massive, you know? So 
they came in and you know what age age me being so, so a bit younger than them wasn't an issue at all uh they heard me playing clear uh Creedence Clearwater Revival and Manish Boy with the band that was there that I was playing with and they were just like that's our guy and that was it that did it for them <laughs> you know you know nice one. Cool. And and Avin, yeah. he saw your video. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, yeah, go on. He he did see my video, and then he reached out. He reached out to me and said, "I love that kind of stuff. That's amazing what you're doing. The the like the creativeness behind it, the production quality, all this kind of stuff." Which and this was 2009, so it's still fairly pretty new to YouTube. That kind of thing. But we stole it off Jojo Mayer, <laughs> who did it in New York. Yeah, you know this, Eric. <laughs> I was going to ask you. I, was, I wasn't going to critique it. I was going to say, hey, uh, didn't Jojo do that uh, in the streets of New York? <laughs> but anyway. The truth is out. Exactly. exactly. It's all there. Anyway. It's, uh, anyway. We took off him. So I remember being in college in Dundalk, which is possibly the greatest small town in Ireland. But the, we were up there in college, you know, not learning much because we just, I didn't want to. Um, and I was living with a very good friend of mine who's a good friend now. He was a film student. So he was like, let's do this. So we just did it. Frank was there. Frank is as solid as a rock when it comes to that kind of stuff. He just brings you these places. He loves that as well, my dad. He just loves being in that creative age and just watching it. And he, he is an absolute fantastic man in that regard. Let me stop you right there. Hold on just one second. I agree <laughs> with everything you said there. I agree, I agree wholeheartedly. But he's got the biggest heart I've ever met. I, just, I used to talk to him on the phone quite a bit. And, mm. uh, yeah. um, you know, I just I, I felt, felt I was kind of just – but. You, you, everything you said there is absolutely beyond the. It's 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 everything and more. He is a, he he's a god. I I just I, I think the world of him. So please send send my best to him. I just I can't I can't agree with you anymore. He's one of my. Of course. Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, he's great. He, he he's absolutely brilliant. Um, it's like that whole thing. I mean, he's been doing that for so long with um bringing me places like solid as a rock. I remember like my brothers telling me when they were playing football when they were young and it just shows you like it's a, it could be a Sunday evening pissing down rain and the match could be on somewhere in the back arse of Mayo and they'd get to the match and Frank would be the only parent there watching, you know, he's just there. But, um, I digress. The, so we made our, that video and basically Avine got in touch and said, love what you're doing. Little did I know he was sizing me up for the docs job um, to see what I'd be able for it. And, uh, and I had seen Avine playing many times and I was like, Jesus, it's great. And, you know, I didn't know him. And so I met him first. I was very kind of starstruck by him and, you know, and, and, um, and then, the funny thing was, I was actually supposed to go to London to college to drum. Um, that and I got in there. I went I, and 
like again, Frank, solid as the day is long, brought us over to London. And I remember it was during these savage riots that was going on over there. There was serious rioting going on. Buildings being burnt down. It was horrible. So we had to go over in the thick of that, check out this room in a, in a house. Um, luckily enough that one of the guys living in the house was from Mayo. He was like, look, the room is yours, man, if you want to live there and you can start your college. The college is not too far away. And of course, you know, Dad, I hadn't funds at the time. I hadn't any real income coming in, you know. And so Dad was there and he, you know, paid for the deposit and the house, everything. And it was going back. I was supposed to start in the college that September. This was July. Um, and it was coming back through Heathrow Airport. I got a call from Avine saying, do you want to join the Saw Doctors in December? And so I was like, what? <laughs> so I was just terrified to tell him my dad because he's just, forked out a bit of money for to pay for a deposit. So I was like, oh, shit, what's he going to say? <laughs> you know, so I had to, I, it, it was a, I had to tell him, and I rang all my family and said, this is after happening. I'm after getting this call. And what made it more, what romanticized the notion more was that Avine rang me while the Saw Doctors were in, like, they were going through customs because they were going over to the Melody Tent in Boston. And so he was like, oh, yeah, we're just here. I'm just going about to get on a plane to go to Boston for a week, uh, doing a bit of a tour. But, like, do you want to join them? And I was just like, oh, my God, are you serious? So with no guarantee I would get the gig with them, it was um, – I said, you know what, this this does not happen every day of the week. Um, and – and, it turned, uh, and I told my dad, and I remember he was reading some kind of British newspaper, which I'd imagined the new, like it was just, he didn't know what was going on in anything he was reading. Um, so uh, it's, uh, I rang the college the next day and told them, I said, look, at, I'm not going to be coming here because this is after happening to me. And I'm not, they didn't say it, but I think they might have known who the band was because his voice kind of flattened out. He went from like teacher, uh, educator person to like fucking kudos, man. As a human to human, that's a great gig. Yeah. Do you know, he seemed to have lost all that, that, that hierarchiness of a really <laughs> prestigious school, you know? Um, Brilliant. And he just said, that's great. And he said, and this is, they did drum tech in London did a great thing as well. They said, okay, uh, we're going to defer you for a year. If you, if this doesn't pan out the way you want it, you can come back next year and start this course and you don't have to re-audition. And so that was a, a move on them. That was so generous. Wow. So generous. Um, but yeah, and then that, like from there, it just was a fireworks, you know? <laughs> Wow. Do, you, do you have a favorite gig with them? Ah, favorite gig. That's a good one, though. Um, I mean, Manchester Apollo is great. The House of Blues in Boston is great. Um, we played Des Moines, Iowa. That was great. <laughs> the flyover states. Um, the... I mean, we did all America. Like, been I, 
everywhere but Texas, it seems, in my experience. You know, it's like, but I'm sure we might have passed through there at some point um, during the night. But, I mean, America, you go there and the gigs are just these absolute things in a different league because the American audiences are so up for it and they're so on your side before a chord is even struck or a drum even hit, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're just there and they're supportive and they, you know, especially up around like New Jersey and places like that, you know, they bring you cake and your face is made into a cake and you're kind of looking at them going, Jesus, this is mental. <laughs> you know but uh it's it's one of the most it's sorry now eh, it's um it changed the path of my life that whole uh, like even to this day it just opened up a, a wide range of uh opportunities and it 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 it, it shaped me it, it gave me a it really helped with my personality and my, um, you know, just the way I carry on in life. It has all come from the lads and the saw doctors. And I, I like, and that is, I can, I can't ever repay that. To them. That's the thing, you know, because yeah, it's, it's an invaluable. You did. You, you already paid them back. I heard you play with them. You, you, <laughs> you gave them fire. They didn't. Have. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Ah. Uh, Thank you, God. No, it's, thank it's, you, thank you. It's it's funny. Uh, I, I got a I got a uh, I got a text from Eric, and Eric uh, sends sends me a picture, and he goes, "Ricky wears shorts and uh, what? gloves." <laughs> and I said, "I said no, Dr- drumming gloves." <laughs> I said, no, that, that's not that's not him. That's not him. That's not him. Relax. He was he was about to come in come in with a, ready for a scrap. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, no, no. You, you got the wrong guy no this guy's good no but uh that's brilliant i just I like I, it's actually no it's just I, it, like starting with the band it it took me a while to find my image with the band in that what to wear and stuff like that i only found it in the last couple of years was you know for me it wasn't ever or even though i did do that for a while and but you know uh the lads don't care what you wear. You know, it's it's they don't give a damn. They love anything. They're they're brilliant. Um, they're just great support network, and I just cannot. They've shaped me into the kind of character I am, and it's their little. Uh, it's been on the road with them, and you know, you turn into a man on them kind of tours. You know, when you're around them kind of fellas for a while, you know, and you become. You get your, uh, you get your, uh, what is it? Your social chops, you know? Oh, yeah. That's where it happens. And it's, uh, and it's lethal. And it's, it's something that's, it's there in that, in that line of work is that they're, <laughs> they're like yourselves, choptastic with social stuff and people and great. And it's, it seems to have to come with the territory. And I didn't know that before. It does. Absolutely does. And I'm going to do a lightning round here. Chad, biggest pet peeve on the stage. Oh, God. Don't, uh, don't say singers. Probably when, when, when audience members try to force themselves onto the stage and turn, you know, try to 
force themselves and make them part, make themselves part of the show just because they, they want the attention. <laughs> they figure they deserve the attention more than you do. That type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Top marks. Uh, Eric, biggest pet peeve on stage. Well, Chad just took mine. So I'm going to say, uh, you took number one. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to say, uh, maybe noodling in between, in between songs, people that kind of do this, especially with guitars. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Ricky, biggest pet peeve on the stage. Um Oh god, I mean, oh god. Fra Oh Jesus, you see I I mm, like if something breaks. Is that a pet peeve though? Yeah. Is oh, that yeah, a pet yeah. peeve? Yeah, well, you know, and, and it can be out of negligence too. You know, so somebody just not taking care of the gear, and it's you know, it, it screws up again. You know, yeah, something breaks. I think I think something breaks because that, especially for drummers, anyway, it's like that and the knees go. I'm screwed. Yeah, you know, I'm screwed. Uh, so I think that is uh, that's a more, uh, that's a fear, a massive fear that yeah. shit is going to break. Yeah. I have that. He like that as well. I yeah. That's my first. My I can't start the first chord. I usually have to start the first chord of this. You know, of the the, the first note of the night, or, or or you have to say something, or that first moment. If I could just jump past that first moment into the second moment, be it a second or a split second, or I could, I would do that every single time because I I, I the first boom you're on. That's my that's my most terrifying moment. Really? Yeah. It never shows ever. <laughs> well, it show, shows in here ever. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> ever. I, I I have to agree. All you you, you kind of all took my my, uh, my my pet peeves. But yeah, I, I, again, mine mine is the is the the sandals and the shorts on the stage. Of course, you're not going to get that in Ireland very much, unless they're you're trying to catch catch oh. cold. But uh, you know, my, mine's the the <laughs> I was friend of mine yesterday, and you know, you see the you see the the the, the short the shorts and the sandals and they're sitting on a stool on a stage. I said, fuck off, go, go, go home. Ah. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's everywhere now. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, another question. So I'm going to start from the back now. So, so Ricky, the, 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 the world is wide open right now. Where's the first place you go play with the saw doctors today? Getting on plane anywhere. Where, where, where do you go? It would, for me, like, uh, I'd love to do Central Park in New York City. Good one. Because why, why not? Hopefully do a Garrett Brooks 1997 on it or whatever that was. And yeah. it's just blocks of people, you yeah. know. But yeah. uh, that's, where I, that's where I'd go, probably. We probably should do a homecoming. Even though the biggest gig I did with the Ducks was in Galway City. Really? Um, that was four, 42,000 people, yeah. Wow. Holy yeah. shit. For that's, like, that's, like a that's, that, that's like a supermarket here in Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, stop. <laughs> Incredible, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. It's unreal. So that's oh. what, that, was in, that was in 2012. And would you believe, you know yourselves, it's, uh, it's I get more nervous at the smaller gigs, to be honest with you. I was more nervous in the Troubadour in Los Angeles than I was in the fucking Volvo Ocean Race. 
because people are right there. What, what was what was the gig in Galway? What was the the Volvo Ocean Race? It was all kind of boats coming in on the dock. They'd been done like a, a loop of the land or whatever the hell it was. I'm not really too sure, but a big event. They had to turn people away. They could not fit anymore, <laughs> you wow. know. And we had we were on the stage. President Michael D. Higgins was sitting to my left on the stage. He was there watching with his wife. He could have. Um, he could have sat on your shoulder. He could have. You could have had him, you know. <laughs> stop, stop. Yeah, he could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was great. Like, you forget, I mean, you're just kind of numb through all these gigs, aren't you? you it's over yeah. and you're like, God, I wish I savoured that a bit more. I wish yeah. I was more present. Do you get that as well? Oh, 100%. I, I, I'm lucky because I have Chad... To say, Chad, what, uh, where were we last night, and uh, what did we, you know, how, how, how was the show? But Chad's yeah. every he, band needs a Chad. Yeah, he's got <laughs> a photographic and a photographic memory at the same time, so he only gives me the good half, which is nice. And uh, but he, <laughs> Chad will give you time and date and place, and he's he's not too good with the names unless you're a young lady under the age of ninety six and over the ages. <laughs> around he's brilliant at that it's it's a it's a never-ending uh time stamp and you know and and the the recollection it may not be there that minute but then you get a phone call later go got it and blah 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 you know right you know eric and i kind of share share that we share share that same haze where we go i don't know isn't it the most beautiful haze to be, to wander into though? It's quite lovely when your memory goes that that like kind of shot out from exhaustion that you're just like, I've no idea where we were yesterday. Right. Yeah. I like being there. I like being in that zone because you know you're doing something good. Yeah. 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 Do you know? Yeah, oh absolutely. It's a very positive feeling. Yes, because you're not wondering, you know, because you know exactly yesterday if you were in a cubicle making phone calls you didn't want to make, talking to people you don't want to know, you know, <laughs> you know, that's kind of, you know, so yeah, ours is great because we have miles and miles behind us and still miles to go in front of us. And it's all, you know, it's never the same. It's also, you know, you know what I mean? It's all, of course, you know what I mean? You live it. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I love it. I mean, like, do you blog? Would you guys blog? Have you done that? Not really. No. I tried it a long time ago. How was it? Made my hand sore. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Oh, blog. Yeah. Blog. Oh. Okay. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> Are you guys a three-piece, though? No, no. We have a guy here in town that plays fiddle for us. Uh, he's, he's, he's got a full-time job, so we can't uh, take him on the road. Uh, and, and nor is the road open to us currently. Yeah. So, but we have a guy in town. We have another, uh, uh, our, our ex-fiddle player in uh, Austin uh, can sit in if we go to, you know, because we're not, we're not planning to, we, we just recorded a new record. And uh, so once we get that record out, we're going to have to hit the road again. And we have, we have a, a friend of ours that's going to come in and tour with us uh, if and when, the, excuse me, when the roads open up again. But for right now, for our Texas shows, we have um, we have uh, our, our ex fiddle player Chris Buckley and our other ex fiddle player uh, Jeff Duncan, who 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 both are beyond uh, 
you know, they're, they're beyond brilliant as far as players go and, you know, people, but neither of them can tour. So we have another uh, friend of ours that's uh, able to hit the road with us. Hello. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Are you there? Oh, <laughs> West of Ireland Wi-Fi is a killer. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't it-, it is a killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's- it's brutal out there. Oh. Um, do you, do you, uh, so, so, I mean, obviously you're in touch with the saw doctors, you're in touch with the lads, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is there hope? I mean, Quite regularly. Yeah. Good. I mean, it's hard to know. I don't know what's happening. I mean, it's just a shame when you see all that's gone on the last year and you're just going, okay, well, it's, you know, everything will have to get back to, if we want to get back to the gigs, because Saw Doctor's gigs aren't like a Blackguard's gig. They're not, you're not supposed to be sitting down, you know, you're not supposed to be, it's supposed to be shoulder to shoulder madness. Yeah. You know, and that's how it has to work. And that's the model of, that's how people want it. That's how, the lads want to play it. So I think until everything gets greenlit to go back to normal, probably there'll be no, um, there'll be no uh, touring planned, you know, until there's an absolute green light from, from the world as, as they want to put it, you know? Yeah. Am I there? You, you are, you're indeed. Yeah, it's coming back. It's coming. West in. of Ireland Wi-Fi. Yeah. There yeah. he is. Brooklyn. Sorry, lads. No, no, don't be. Listen, uh, hopefully this this lockdown is not sh- is not going to be long at all. But I'd love to I'd love to do this again with you because I, I you know I, I'd love to do it just Pat. to keep up with you. Twenty twenty one, you know, we're going to make it over there this year. I know we are. It just it has to happen. So you know, we'd love to come over and see see, see you in the flesh. You know, do it, do it. This is your home away from home. You know, you're welcome here anytime, anytime. Um, you just have to give me like 10 minutes notice 10 minutes <laughs> 10 minutes I'll be there don't yeah. worry yeah yeah or I'll be but, there very quickly but like you know you know yourselves this year so you're like Galway create Galway gets into a gets a great hype when you, you come to town especially the King's Head and stuff like that you know um, I don't know if you remember Brendan Dow. Do you know Brendan? Oh, oh very well. Yes, yes, the sound man. Brendan sends his love uh, anytime I'm talking to him, you know? Yeah. So he's great. He's still cooking around the town, so he is. He's still flying it. You know, Brendan's one of the best in the business. He's brilliant. You know, yes, he and he is. remembers you very fondly, fondly. Oh, he's, he's top, top drawer, that fella. <laughs> yes, he is. But uh, yeah, let's let, let, let's do this again if you can, you know, if we can, if we can grab you again, you know, and we'll 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 put a, a time limit on it so, so we don't ruin your whole night. But I'd love to get you back on and just keep up with you and see if we can, uh, you know, push the. Do, do, do you have your own website? No, I don't have my own website. You need that. I'm gonna try my best. Um, I'm gonna. It's gonna be a good year. Hope you can come over here, and I will happily come on this again and talk because this has been amazing crack and it's great to see you. Likewise. I just, I, I can't, I can't thank you enough. 
it's a thrill to have you on and and i'm just i'm dying for you and you know we're dying to meet you at, at a home in a pub doing it right you know yes yes well yes. let's take care of yourself and love to the family you're, you're, of course. you're a gem for coming on thank you very much thanks ricky thanks Billy. my pleasure thanks oh, ricky Good to see you soon, Chad, Patrick, and Eric. Bye bye. See you, man. Cheers. See you. Bye bye. He's leaving us with yeah. a smile. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that Wi Fi is tough. Yeah. There must be someone else in town on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, but just it was such an eloquent, just lively. You know, just you, you, you can imagine what's going to happen now when we meet in person, you know, in Galway or beyond. It's yeah. going to be a true gentleman. And his, his father, his father is the exact same. His father's just the nicest person. Like uh, Eric, he was saying that they, they saw us in Galway and they, they drove, he and the dad drove to, to Cork, which, of course, you, you've, you've, you know the distance too. They just, um, and they, they, they dropped gear up to us in Dublin, wouldn't take any money for it. I mean, just, his dad would he he would walk the stuff there piece by piece, you know, to wherever you are to make sure you had it. He's just just a just a gem. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I was I was there. The, Eric sent me a picture yesterday of the drummer in gloves and uh, <laughs> the shorts, and it looked like it looked like a, it looked like Striper kicked him out for being too. Was that Andexi? Was that the drummer who discovered who, who discovered Ricky? The I guy think so. Played? I think that's yeah. him. I, I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. I, I knew who the the, the 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 guitar player was. I knew his name. I, I've forgotten it now. You know the Saw Doctor stuff. I, I wasn't kidding. I mean, it it was heavily requested. I remember that my favorite one being that. Do, do you guys play that NC Seventeen song? I go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all NC Seventeen. Sometimes exactly when you do it right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So my favorite with that song though is when people we we do the big balls and Vaseline variation on the words. Yes. And there's a purist in the audience who gets pissed off. That happened once at Fido. There was a couple of Irish girls who were like, "What are you singing the words wrong for?" I think it only happened once. I think it was. I think it was College Station too. We, we've had we've had people that come in and they'd say, uh, "You're not a," you know, they they would get pissed on that subject too. They get pissed off because we're not doing the Irish songs like the, like the original. Like you're supposed to be playing. Yeah. 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 So, so we had that, we had a, um, yeah, we, I remember a couple of, a couple of incidences where they go, that's not Irish. I go, good. You see the crowd in here? Yeah. That's what they're hiring us for. Now fuck off. Right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's funny to me that the, the place that we were most worried about our reception from Irish people in Ireland that's where they've always the, the, the most open arms and the most open-minded and, and uh, welcoming, you know, they didn't, didn't no, nobody ever got on their case for not playing things authentically or anything like that. You know? Yeah. 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 It's only over here. People have that attitude. Weird. Yeah. And they don't have, I mean, Eric, you, you, you know, when, when you went over too, I mean, people are the, not, and, and of course Ricky said it too, when he did his, um, he did the, the, he was raising money for the cancer society. You know, he, he, uh, the, the generosity and the, the, you know, when you do it right, when you're not faking it, when you're not stealing a song or you're not going on faking an accent or faking, you know, 
they'll you will be you know if you're doing it right and you're you're, you're giving it everything you know oh, yeah. you're you're always yeah. accepted you know it's yeah yeah nice and nicest people over there yeah generous and just as 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 nice as the day honest you know they're just they're honest about their music they're honest about i mean uh ricky is so humble his his <laughs> his drumming is not it's not mediocre i mean it's 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 quite brilliant and his uh his you, you know his approach to drumming is so i i, I kid you not the the saw doctors without him were a good band the saw doctors with him are a great band you yeah. know it was too funny that 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 drumming video he he did the very first thing i thought of was that he mentioned it the jojo mayer jojo's a drummer obviously and and, and he put out an instructional video and in between the instructional settings he was playing on the streets of new york city with the exact same microphone Really? The microphone is the exact same model that, that Ricky was using. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's just like the JoJo Mayer thing. Interesting. And it's the same kind of setup, like kick, kick and a snare. And I think, I think JoJo had a, I think it's a kick, snare, hi-hat, ride kind of a thing. You know, a much smaller, way smaller uh, kick drum than, than what Ricky had. But it was just like, oh, that's the JoJo Mayer thing. That's kind of cool. And then that, and he mentioned it. I was like, that's the thing I was talking about. Mentioned it. Yeah. That's too funny. But but again, he wouldn't he wouldn't dream of going. I mean, you talk to him for two seconds, you know, he wouldn't dream of going. Oh, you know, that was my idea. You know, he would. Never, oh yeah, no, of course not. Yeah, yeah, never no. steal that. Well, would you ever yeah. do like that, Eric? Would you ever be comfortable doing that? Uh, Maybe if I thought about it for a minute. Yeah, know, I, put, I mean, put some ideas together. Yeah, you're, well, you're, you're not the yeah. kind to just run out and go. Hey, watch me solo. It's not. It's not that. It's a. It's a real. It's, it's no. It's it's it's, it's more. Uh, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think it'd be more an art piece than a? Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. I just think it'd be cool. I just think, and that drum kit yesterday, you know, your new kit, just just sitting in that natural sunlight, which just it, there's, it really is. That's an art piece. I mean, that really is an art piece. It's, oh, so those are some pretty drums. Yeah. 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 And they sound. Great. I hemmed and, I hemmed and hawed. I hemmed and hawed for like months about which. Not what the shell construction was going to be because they make the shells all different kinds of ways, different woods and whatnot. But what color was I going to use? And when I had gone to the factory the first time, I, I took pictures because they had a couple of drum sets that were being made. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. That's interesting. And you go online and you look at all the different colors and combinations and all that kind of stuff. And then finally, I was like, I, I saw that drum set at uh, the drum convention that color and like that's it exactly because online it looks like one thing it looks like almost like a, a, like my other kit like a, kind of an off-white thing even though it says pale blue and then i saw the kit and i took a picture of it and i sent it to my guy at go, this is what i want he's like oh you want that pale blue oyster like, oh. yeah yeah good choice good choice yeah so the, yeah that was that was spectacular chad you got your work cut out for you my friend that's yeah that's all i was thinking the whole time is like mm, can't use that part oh i can salvage yeah. this so, you know, forget yeah. the video. <laughs> Video's useless. Yeah, he's just yeah. But but again, his his character and his his charm carry the carry it way 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 you know over, uh, above and beyond that the, those those dead spots you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I like the Arsene de Mayo. I like that as the. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, chance I should because you you had the. You know, I probably was thinking about something else about the audio at that point. There was some stuff that I could tell yeah. that you guys were hearing that I wasn't hearing because it's, it's yeah. weird that way. 
So. Yeah, I was watching your facial expressions when it was cutting out to see if anybody was getting it. Yeah, I was watching you guys. Yeah, same, same here. But, yeah, again, that's a that that's another one of the stage things too. We get that stage vocabulary going. That's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not an audible or visual thing. It's a, it's a right. feel. Right. So that was fun. Yeah, for sure. It was fun. Yeah, let's do it again. Let's do one or two. Okay. Next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I meant to ask him if he was if he was a victim or a Viking Viking on that show. So, <laughs> oh. victim or Viking, I like it. I like it. Good yeah. title, Viking or victim. <laughs> All right, cool, I got to run and teach my lesson. So, yeah, thanks, Eric. See you guys. Thanks, right. Chad. See you later. Yeah.